Welcome to Guys Being Dudes Radio. I'm your host, Tax Mex. On today's episode of Boys Peekin', the boys watch Fire Walk With Me, a Twin Peaks prequel movie. Welcome to the podcast. Your host. Been a while. Yeah, been a minute. Um, here with uh, Coach. We uh, finished, obviously, Twin Peaks Season 2, and now we're talking about Fire Walk With Me. Before we get into... Uh, uh, I, we got to figure out if we're going to do Season... How we're going to do Season 3. Um, anyway, the... We we watch Fire Walk with me. Uh, I had never seen it. I had seen the show before. I've I've also never seen season three. I know what happens in in Fire Walk with me in the movies, and uh, I don't think. Well, I, I think we all knew what happened in Fire Walk with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I I've got like the the kind of like bits and pieces breakdown. It's a, a two hour David Lynch. Uh, <laughs> um drama it's a prequel apparently it was like panned when it came out uh i learned this i think may 1st 1992 uh before most everybody we know was born um yeah but people people didn't like it because everybody thought it was going to be i think a sequel or at least explain some of what how twin peaks ended uh at least season two and it didn't do that it's uh um you know uh a drama about, uh, you know, Laura Palmer and uh, her what like life the week leading up or, or so to her death, and it's uh, uh apparently I don't know where to find them, but uh, there's a ton of cut material like I want to say like an hour or something crazy of like cut scenes and stuff, and a lot of what was cut seems to be like the uh, Twin Peaks like David Lynch humor because this was a pretty humorless movie. <laughs> I know it, it could have used a little bit more humor. Um, yeah. Like there's a, there's a scene missing with like Pete explaining why the two by four isn't exactly two by four um, <laughs> to an old man who's yelling that it's not exactly two by four. And he's like, there's a, there's a cutting standard. It comes from here and then it goes out there. And that's why it's like 1.9 or whatever by 3.9. <laughs> um but like yeah those mundane scenes are kind of gone <laughs> would you what was your overall thought let me hear you i'd probably give it it's a one out of two yeah overall i think i think you just hit the nail on the head like what my issue was with it it was it was a little bit of brevity Beginning very Twin Peaks, it was very like you know, been... interest character, some weird shit happens. Yeah. And then after that, for that first like in the bureau scene when David Bowie shows up. <laughs> There's a ton of fucking random. That was the that there was that's like two separate scenes that they just smashed together and uh, and cut up but yeah like like you said after after uh other world twin peaks uh ends and we get the david bowie scene there's no humor in the rest of it it's just laura palmer's miserable life i know it was really fucking depressing to watch 
Yeah. Um, I, I, I think the, the red letter media guys will also point out that like something that's missing. Um, cause I, yeah, as a, as a standalone movie, this does not function. Um, <laughs> no, God, no. Uh, <laughs> The they they pointed out that there's um there's a couple one or two scenes cut of um the Palmer family just being like a normal family right like yeah uh, that bothered me a little bit because in the show you just you just think they're a normal family and the mother's fine and that's when the mother starts having her hysterical episodes after her daughter dies yeah but it's like oh so this family was just fucked up before all of this happened. Yeah, there's there's like a, a scenes of, of Sarah and Laura together, and then the family together at like dinner, joking around, and everybody smiling and being happy. Because the thing too is it, it's it's obviously not a surprise to us who have seen Twin Peaks season one and two that like Leland is Bob or Bob is possessing Leland or whatever. Um, but it, it should have been more of like he's going in and out. He just seemed like he was always Bob this whole show, this whole movie. Yeah, yeah. The 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 movie definitely does like um, not necessarily draw the line as much as the show did. The show was very like um, clear. I, I don't know if that's intentional or, or not, but um, the yeah the 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 family dynamic. It just seems like oh, this family's miserable all the time, and uh, like. That's th- those scenes missing make it like uh harder to believe that Laura would be surprised that her father was Bob, right? Um, that this like villain, this abuser is like somebody who, if you get those other scenes, uh, you know, she loved like a father and looked up to, and like it would she would she would have been shocked and it like, yeah. <clears throat> Like her shock, like there is shock there, but you're right. It's just like, all right, well, as the audience, for one, we already knew that. And then two, you've got, you're supposed to be having, there should be a visceral reaction when we see her discover that and we don't get that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, um, she's a, 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 is it Cheryl Lynn or what's, I don't remember the actress's name. She's she's great. She's um. I was gonna say that like this show made me, or sorry, this <laughs> this movie was really made me wish that she had a better part as Maddie. Yeah. In the show, it's like she was clearly the better actor actor between the guy that plays um. <laughs> uh, no. no 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 uh oh, oh fuck. Why are we both blanking on this? Jesus, motorcycle he, guy. He's the worst. Um, yeah, he was awful in the show, and then the Winona Ryder lookalike as Donna was terrible. She didn't. No... So, so oh. some behind the scenes stuff. James, James, you were thinking of James, 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 James. Some behind the scenes stuff is like supposedly, I because you know who's to say? Um, a lot of those actors were kind of upset with. I don't know if it was David Lynch or the whole group, the, the production company, whatever. And that's why the actress that played Donna didn't return. And that- so that made me, so Moira Kelly, the person that plays Donna in the movie, huh. um, she's actually, for those people that love One Tree Hill, she is the mother in One Tree Hill. <laughs> um, 
she was so much better as Donna than the other <laughs> actress. It's just like the whole time, I'm like, man, I really wish Maura Kelly was the actress this whole time. Um, and then, uh, Cooper. So that's the thing, too, is Cooper, the actor who plays Cooper, was almost not. Did, almost Kyle McLaughlin? Yeah, Kyle McLaughlin almost didn't come back. He, he didn't need to be in the movie. No. Uh, so supposedly, or one of the. the uh, theories is that the original script Cooper wasn't in it at all and it was that Chester Desmond that other agent we get at the beginning yeah. who was um, who we were following uh, for uh, my, my the only thing with that is like I don't know how they'd interconnect him maybe if it was more Teresa and like uh, uh, Laura Palmer interactions but like it originally there was no Cooper right I feel like and, the- that other agent was supposed to be Josh Brolin. Yeah. <laughs> um, I could see that. So, so I, it, I don't think it functions as a movie. It, I think if you're a Twin Peaks fan, it, it's worth a watch, but it is it's a it long is, episode. That's all it is. It, it's one, it's the longest, but it's not even sad. It's just miserable. I don't like, cause like <laughs> something can happen and be, you know, um, uh, pull, pull on the the heartstrings emotionally. That like, uh, you know, it's 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 it can still be like a pleasant watch or enjoyable. This is just like this is suffering. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there, there's it could like, have it could have been a half hour less too. Yeah, like just so easily we could have cut out so much, or or do the full three hour, three and a half hour movie. And just, yeah. All. Or cut cut out thirty minutes of the misery, add in thirty minutes of the fun Twin Peaks stuff, yeah. and all of a sudden you got something that's a little bit more enjoyable to watch. Because <laughs> like we get it, she's on drugs. We get it, she's in a dance club. We get it, she's naked. Like <laughs> it's a very you know that's just David Lynch in a nutshell. Though he always goes he goes the extra mile on everything. <laughs> that's sometimes good and then sometimes bad. I don't know. I don't think we got like. There's a um, those those key like long scenes. I I feel like they weren't even there, with the exception of like the murder that we've already kind of seen before, and the like time in the red room or, or the black lodge, whatever the black lodge. Yeah, I felt I felt like the bar scene went on forever. Oh yeah, that <laughs> right. Okay. But we saying, get it. She's she's drunk. They're drugged. They're having. They're you know getting it on in the bar. It's like, did it really need to be thirty minutes of softcore porn? I yes, absolutely. But I don't. I don't know. I just like. I it, it just didn't feel like they they captured all the magic there. Which I mean wasn't the intent, but also, um, it's yeah. It's just, it's a much different like kind of depressing story. <laughs> It doesn't, it's not, it's not a, um, you know, where Twin Peaks is, what did we say? It's a soap opera dressing, like, and underneath that is like a... a it's a science fiction murder mystery in the tone <laughs> of a soap opera. Sure, yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> and, like, this is just, this is just the sad, like, life of Laura Palmer. And, this is a drug-addicted girl that's being <laughs> raped by her father and gets killed. Yeah. 
you know, which is just as like miserable to sit through. Uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. It's definitely worth watching if you like Twin Peaks. I that's the thing is that's the only kind of person I would recommend it to is like, oh, you've already seen all of Twin Peaks season one and two, then you should watch Fire Walk with me, right? It, it, it does. It does make me want to rewatch like season one and stuff yeah. to be like, there's so much happens in this movie. I'm like, man, we didn't report a lot of this shit to the police. <laughs> <laughs> oh we finally see uh, uh we'll get to it bobby kill a guy yeah uh, <laughs> uh did you i was fucking cracking up when her and james are in the woods near the end of the movie yeah and she, she just it. goes bobby killed a guy <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's literally what tex rex and i say all the time because <laughs> bobby killed the guy um now we know it's uh i don't know if i didn't catch it i saw it in like the details later it's uh it's one of the crumb like shitty cops from the other town um so to to the scene by scene uh we open on and there's a lot of people who've inferred a lot of like meaning to this uh tv static uh and then a tv just getting smashed (laughs) by uh i think it's it's leland right in uh uh the middle of yeah i think so i think because you see like the same shot later in the movie yeah um but they're like oh he did that because he hates network television (laughs) (laughs) yeah probably (laughs) i could see david lunch doing that (laughs) they ran a show off the, the tv like um right and then we get um Chester Desmond. Um, I swear, it's like the first scene. There's just so much going on. It's the bus, right? Like, let me make sure these notes are in order. Oh, God. Yeah, the bus scene. Oh, God. That's fucking hilarious. I was giggling while it was happening. What the hell was going on? (laughs) They're like, it's a school bus. It's a yellow school bus with a ton of kids crying. And patting down what looked like prostitutes <laughs> prostitutes and like the bus driver and the bus is full of kids and they're all screaming and crying while these fbi agents are patting down the prostitutes and like arresting people and chester gets a call to his like car phone or whatever um is he in fargo i don't remember or i don't know if that's where he's going to or from or he's the fargo agent or something but um i just wrote fargo here in my notes <laughs> uh, yeah arresting hookers school bus crying kids the whole time fucking up. see when that started i was like all oh, right we've got some you know twin peaks action going on here yeah yeah <laughs> uh sam stanley from spokane <laughs> i don't know if you caught that alliteration uh so he he links up with that like his equivalent to an albert right um kind of like a a a forensic investigator for sutherland yeah (laughs) jack bauer jack bauer um and they go to meet uh, David Lynch is the director of uh, whatever FBI Philadelphia uh, in that airport where he says he has like a surprise for them and we get this really cryptic um, scene with that woman <laughs> uh, 
I audibly said, what the fuck? <laughs> um, which she was, she doesn't say anything. He refers to her as uh, my mother's sister's girl. Uh, she's wearing a blue rose and she's dancing and like the dancing is a code, right? And uh, what, why did any of that need to be coded? Didn't, didn't at all. Uh, <laughs> it's like the whole thing. It's just like they're deciphering it in the car, and I'm just like, but why? Why? Why couldn't he just say that stuff? No one was around listening. <laughs> right. Um. But then him. Uh, uh, yeah, Chester and Sam are in the car, and they're like, "What was that about?" And or, Sam's confused, and Chester's like, "Oh, it was a code," and he like breaks it all down, and it's like. It's related to the case and what he's because he's 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 investigating the death of um uh Teresa is it Teresa May um more or less the the first woman killed it by this like serial killer that they don't know is Bob at the time Bob Leland and um I thought the uh, letters were his old partner uh, what's his face. Oh, the, the, the villain? Um, yeah, the season two villain. But I, I forgot that Bob was doing it. Why does Bob need to put the letters under the thing? It's, we never really got a real explanation on that, did we? Nope, we don't get any <laughs> explanations <laughs> ever. Um, but yeah, so so it's uh, the code. The code, it's like, um, it's all re- related to the case, right? It's he refers to oh the way the dress is drugs are involved because it's a it's a custom dress or some shit and then like um she was like stomping around so that means we're gonna be there's gonna be a lot of footwork involved and like she made her, her hand do a fist so like local law enforcement's not gonna be helpful and, and it's just a bunch of things where it's like you could have just said that like <laughs> <laughs> and uh, blue rose well I can't tell you what the blue rose is yeah. <laughs> None of it was necessary, and that's again, that's where he said, like, that's what the rest of this movie missed. Yeah, like, yeah, that scene makes no sense and was completely, but that's also what makes Twin Peaks Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah, so they eventually get to the local sheriff's department, and again, it's, it's anti Twin Peaks, right? So the cops are dicks, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> And not helpful. And uh, I think the, the RLM guys said, like, Chester uh, Desmond is just uh, Cooper without the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> um, just doesn't give a shit. And he, like, he assaults one of the, the, the deputies to get into the sheriff's office because they're there waiting for a while. And then the sheriff's a, a huge dick. And, uh, oh, I guess Chet is the deputy. I wrote Chet is a dick. Um. Yeah, they're, they're being... him. Him and the receptionist just like fucking cracking up at their own jokes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. laughing at their own jokes and like, oh yeah, you want some coffee? I think it's like a week old. <laughs> like, <laughs> so what do you guys drink? Like, just <laughs> <laughs> like you just did you leave a pot of coffee on there for two days just to make that joke? <laughs> right. So they have a they. Yeah. They're, they're, is out back and they don't want the FBI like investigating. So, which, like, why? Why? Yeah. In real life. 
Um, there are stories of like local law enforcement being like less than helpful, but I don't ever recall uh, stories of them being like straight up hostile like that. <laughs> now, all they want to do is catch the killer, same as you. Like, maybe we should work together. Or just turn it all over and be like, I don't give a shit. It's your problem. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't want to fucking deal with this. Fall down, cop. Yeah. Um, Which is what kinda... I think in, in the main show is that when Harry Truman's like, you know, please, we're happy to have the help. Like, that seems like the natural reaction to having a your small town. Right. Especially towns like this small, right? Where it's. It's not like you're the NYPD and like, this is our jurisdiction. Like, trying to like. <laughs> really well, you have the tools for it <laughs> yeah it's like you're not you're having a local that. doctor do the autopsy <laughs> right they don't even have a, a local doctor necessarily if they're keeping the bodies in a you know more shed out back um <laughs> you don't keep a body in a shed <laughs> well they have they have free they had, they had the morgue freezers they were professionally stored but it was in a shed <laughs> yes <laughs> um yeah, the, the 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 deputies or the sheriff himself is just he's just there like if he had a computer he would have been playing solitaire. I I feel like he's just twiddling his thumbs. Um and he's like, Oh, morgue's out back. Uh we close at five though. And Chester's like, We make our own hours, we'll lock up when we leave. <laughs> and then he looks at the picture of him just Yeah, that's like a political ad, I think, because sheriffs are probably elected. Uh, there, so it's yeah, it's like the the guy's name is 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 like like is, I swear it's like Reed or, or something. And he's like Ben's steel, or I don't know what it is. It, it was a pull word. It was yeah. so dumb though. <laughs> um, on the way out, Sam's like, uh, I figure that whole office is worth twenty seven k. He's like. <laughs> Neat, I guess. Neat. Uh, what, is, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> right. Uh, they do an 11-hour autopsy. And um, they find the, the thing under her nail, right? I think, yeah, they find the letter. Yeah, they find the letter. I, I don't think anything really... Oh, they knew that she had a ring. They're going to go look for the ring. And then they end up at the, the, the double R number. Yeah. Which, again, it's just like they did, like, everything was anti-original yeah. Twin Peaks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, like, weirdos in this back room they're talking to because they have pictures of the, the girl. Like, have you seen the, or... <sighs> Uh, just asking about her and stuff around town. Uh, everybody's like, well, she's a drifter or whatever. But she worked at this diner. <laughs> um, uh, you're not much of a drifter if you actually have a job in the town. Right. So the, the weirdos are, are back there with the light. Uh, I, I, was it Hop's Diner? <laughs> uh, I, so it's, I think it's called Hop's Diner. In my note, I wrote sucks and people suck. Um, yeah, nobody cares or seems like they want to help. Um, well, at least they weren't withholding information. No, they didn't need to care much. 
Well, the the, the the old man across from them who asked him two times in a row was like, are you asking about that whatever girl? And they're like, yeah, do you have any info? He's like, nope. And then he go, they go back to him, right? And, and he's like, are you asking about that? that? <laughs> um, yeah, and we get some weird thing where like Teresa's like left arm went numb or something. Uh, which maybe means the one arm, the spirit of the one armed man tried to possess her or possessed her at some point. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. That's that's all I could think of. That or um, you know, they had those in the show. They had the random spasms with the hands. Right, right. Which we thought was like Bob trying to possess people or acting. So I, I don't know. That was weird. I also don't know if that that could have been the the arm her ring was on, the magic ring, which we don't really get an explanation of. Um. We get one of my favorite lines in the sh- in the movie, which is like, "Do you want to hear what our are? We don't have any specials." <laughs> um, from the woman running the diner, uh, which yeah, again, the double R has these super attractive women that are all super friendly, and yeah. then this, yeah. <laughs> this woman's just like a sourpuss. Uh, so they make their way. Well, they also have the they have a little coffee scene in there too. Oh yeah, he he tricks Sam into spilling the coffee on himself. Yeah. Yep. Uh, do they go to the trailer park next? Yeah, they go to the trailer. I think so. Yeah. Um. So they go to the the, because they learned she lived at this trailer park. They go to this trailer park. Uh, they're, they're talking to the, it's like the trout something trailer park. It's, they don't find anything necessarily. Although we, we do get this like weird old woman coming to like watch them, uh, go through her trailer. We also get the, the phrase uncle's day in a whorehouse, which is fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the, the the weird old woman. Uh, I thought that might have just been like Wyndham Earl. <laughs> oh right, Wyndham Earl, maybe. Um, is, did she say like I've I've already gone places? I just want to stay where I am, or something. Or somebody yeah, said something that. Like that. Um, but they they don't really find anything. They're 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 trying to take the body because they were looking for the ring. Um, they when they go to take the body, the sheriff tries to stop him. Again, why? Um, <laughs> You're not doing anything with the body, you just sitting out back. Yeah. Um, we, it, it gets used a couple times. It's, I don't know if it's supposed to indicate that somebody's around or something, but they look at, or kind of when they're around power lines or near power lines, we get the same noise that the I wrote like Indian noise or whatever, but it, it, it's the the uh, the arm, right? The the, the little guy in, in the red suit when he does like the noise. Yeah, and we get it, we get it like three times in this movie, and it doesn't necessarily lead to anything. There's a lot of speculation as to what it means, but I know that we get the first one. 
at some point when they're getting the body. And, you know, Chuck goes back to the trailer park. He, he goes, he tracks down the ring. And then he, you know, there's comments about the Blue Rose cases being, you know. Same again. Yeah, like literally he, he freeze frames and we get a black screen. <laughs> As he finds the ring are, under are we supposed to the Black Lodge? Like the whole thing didn't make much sense. Right. Well, we see the, the I, don't we see the old lady and the, the kid? Is it here or is it when Cooper shows up? Uh, I don't remember. I think it's when Cooper shows up. Um, but uh, yeah, so Ch- Chuck is gone, and he, he's gone from like all of Twin Peaks. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then Cooper goes to investigate his disappearance, right? And it's just like, wait, oh, he disappeared? What the fuck? <laughs> so, uh. Let me see, let me see. Yeah, he disappears. So before before we get to Cooper looking for him, um, we get uh, the weird <laughs> surveillance stuff, which I like the beginning of. How it is cut, how it is cut in this movie, it's very disjointed and it's not it doesn't add anything to the movie. It's very distracting, actually. Um, yeah. But the way it opens is, is great. Cooper goes back and forth. Um, between standing in the middle of the hallway looking at a camera and then going into the <laughs> the surveillance room, right? I legitimately didn't understand what was happening. Right. And then it- like he was on camera even though he wasn't still in Oh, I, I loved it. I loved how weird it was up until it was like two scenes happening at the same time for no reason. Um so Cooper's going back and forth. Eventually um, he's back in the security room and Cooper in the camera isn't moving and we see David Bowie walk past him and then Cooper runs in and I think he had told the, the uh, director like uh, the, it's this exact day and I'm worried because I had this dream or whatever right like uh, on this day that something was going to happen and we get this like disjointed scene of Albert David Bowie, who's uh, I think Jeffrey's uh, agent who's disappeared for like years at this point. Cooper and the director, um, all trying to all listening to and um, trying to kind of piece together what he's saying, interspliced with um, the people above the gas station. Which includes some of the the regulars we're familiar with, but also some like new people that we only get very quick scenes of, which in the in the longer deleted scenes, I think you get a little bit of time with everybody in the in the convenience store above the gas station, um, which I think had been said or referenced once or twice in in the in the show that they like live above a, a gas station or something. I don't know. Or live above a convenience store, I think is the thing. Um, you see, like, the 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 arm in there, and you see, I think Bob's in there, right? Yeah, they're, like, all in there. Yeah, and you get the... the, the 
Well, it's the first time we see the Black Lodge as a Black Lodge. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I the I don't think the gas station is a Black Lodge, but it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> really, it doesn't. It ultimately, it doesn't add anything to this movie. I think we see the monkey, right? Yeah, uh, which, like, where did the hell did that come from and why? I He's used, okay, so there's there's the kid who looks like him, right? Who wears the mask, the same mask as the, I think he's called the totem, which is the, the, uh, the dude who jumps up and down and wears the, the white mask, the, the, the full grown adult man yeah. who wears the white mask and jumps up and down, wears the same mask as the kid who wears the mask and is also the monkey. And there's some huge meta thing about like the, the monkey and the kid are supposed to be like david lynch or something i don't know but the thing is it doesn't matter because none of it we get it doesn't come back it doesn't come back in any meaningful way (laughs) um uh maybe in a a longer cut of the movie it it would be you know but it's just a very wild scene yeah i wrote all the weirdos upstairs um david lynch or or david bowie's there (laughs) saying i'm not going to talk about judy who do you think this is pointing at cooper um yeah philip jeffries um yeah and and then it just it just it 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 just fucking like abruptly ends where david bowie disappears and we just get a a, i think a a shot of the empty chair and we don't see anybody else we just get this shitty adr of david lynch saying call the front desk where is he and Albert's like, I called the front desk. He was never here. And it's just like it ends. <laughs> um, it, right. So then we get Cooper showing up at the, the trailer trout lodge or whatever it's called. And <laughs> I love that the old dude who runs the trailer park, uh, he's might be my favorite new character in, in the movie. He's like, oh, yeah, he went he disappeared over there or whatever. And, uh, or, or no, like where, where does the, the, the deputy live or, or something or other? He's pointing one way and Cooper goes the other way. And he's <laughs> like, where are you going over here? <laughs> I said, he lives over there. I'm going over here. <laughs> uh, the trailer's gone and, uh, the car is covered in dust and it just says, let's rock. Um, 34 minutes into the movie, uh, the movie starts. So. <laughs> we get the t- we actually cut the Twin Peaks a year later, right? Yeah. Uh, so the basically the entire intro didn't mean anything. Nope. 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 Uh, not at all. I would have I would have been interested in that movie, and I would have loved that movie. I was excited to watch that movie. I was like, okay, I'm liking the start of this. Here's the thing: I would have been excited to watch the the Chester alternate Twin Peaks. Um, movie where he's just investigating uh, Teresa's murder for an hour and a half, two hours. I would have been excited to watch Cooper a year before Twin Peaks investigating Chester's disappearance. Um, and the Laura Palmer movie, it's not that I don't, I didn't like it, but it just felt like, okay, so we have an hour and a half of this, this, uh, this, the real movie and this 30 minute lead in, which is kind of not related only important to Twin Peaks fans. And I, it sets up the ring, kind of, but not really, not in any real relevant way. And that, the ring really didn't mean anything at the end. 
Well, it's not that I really cared, you know? Yeah, yeah. It it it's it is what it is. So thirty minutes thirty four minutes in the movie, we get the Twin Peaks music. It it's I think the first shot is, is Laura or it, it's the It's the sign. It's the sign, but the first shot of a person is just Laura like walking with her books. Um oh, shit. We have a new Don is what I wrote. <laughs> um uh Moira Kelly. Yeah, uh, it's her. They have like normal talk about like Bobby and Mike. Um, Mike's in it for a whole <laughs> thirty seconds. Um, yeah, yeah. We get seen uh, Laura in high school doing coke in the bathroom. Um, that girl loves cocaine. Oh yeah, uh, I think she used the phrase, or somebody used the phrase "long gone" like a turkey in the corn. I think that was her to James or Bobby. There was a few turkey references in this movie. Yeah. Um I think is that is it that early when she sleeps with James in the high school? Or is that later? I don't remember. She was sleeping with everybody. Yeah, she sleeps with James and then Bobby like um, Oh yeah, yeah, that was actually about that time. Yeah, Bobby Bobby comes out, uh he's like, We're the first time we see your boobs. We do. I wrote Titty here in my notes. Um, let you know this isn't on TV. Network TV. <laughs> I know. I was watching this and I'm like, okay, this is not. <laughs> yeah. And that's a, that's a warning because it happens like three more times. Um, yeah. But I just, Bobby's being shitty to her. Um, then we get to the girls laying on couches, just talking about boys, Bobby and James. Um, He's so dreamy. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's pretty clear at this point where we're meeting Laura. She's already kind of like, I wrote Gone. broken. <laughs> yeah. She has this whole thing about like the angels not helping because they're all gone. And angels come back at the very like end ish, like last 20 minutes. Um, we get her going into her room finding her diary i think this is what sets off the secret diary right that we discover in season two there's a secret second diary yeah it's that like there's there's you know pages from her original diary have been ripped out we learned by leland um not her i don't know if we're supposed to assume the content of those pages is about leland and bob but probably um so she runs to uh yeah i wrote here <laughs> experimental jazz uh missing diary pages <laughs> <laughs> but like that's that's the big discovery um she, go, she runs to harold uh and he's still just so annoying yeah and she's like bob isn't real and she's she says he's been having me since i was 12 and he's uh, like what yeah uh Harold, yeah, the pages are missing. He wants to be me or kill me. Um, she has spoiler been... alert. <laughs> <laughs> he does one of the things. Um, there's like a she while she's having her meltdown, we get a quick cut of her as like I don't know if it's 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 necessarily evil. Laura is how it's supposed to be interpreted or what it's supposed to be interpreted as, but it's her with like all white makeup on. And um, it was was very like exorcist. Yeah. Very exorcist. And it's super quick. And then she starts crying. She makes out with Harold and runs is what I wrote. Um, 
I mean, you could say that about every scene in this movie. Makes out with insert name and runs. <laughs> um. Yeah, we get a, a her getting home and being like hypnotized by like her ceiling fan, which is very nefarious. The ceiling fan, um, because it's you only really get the ceiling fan noises when Bob is doing some you know rape shit, um, and Bob talking. Um, Cooper, uh, cutaway. So this is cutaway that's like it, it's not important. <laughs> uh, we get Cooper and Albert with Cooper like perfectly predicting Laura and her predicament, right? Like, that's half of all high school girls in America. <laughs> yeah, right. Which it's hilariously Albert points out because <laughs> he's like, you know, she's a uh, she's popular. She's a, a young girl. She's a drug problem. She's got like she's depressed. Like he's just like listing off these things, and he's right. But also Albert's like that's you've, you've narrowed it down to half the high school girls in America, like you said. <laughs> Um, and then they don't. I don't think either of them are back in the movie for the. I mean, uh, Cooper's in like a couple of dream sequences, but yeah. nothing of any real note. Yeah, uh, it also doesn't make any sense why he's in her dreams. Right. Um. Well, they're in each other's dreams. They're connected. Uh. For whatever reason, uh, Heidi has a bloody nose, which is the. She's the German waitress we never see at the double r except the first episode and the last episode i think <laughs> who they make the same joke that she's like sleeping with her husband that's why she's late <laughs> um and she just giggles and we see her here briefly with a bloody nose and that like then um that's why shelly has to go i also think we get like a, a really quick scene of leo being incredibly shitty to Shelly again like yeah the clean, this is how you clean a floor this is how you clean a floor <laughs> I'm gonna be late for work Leo you can clean this fucking floor <laughs> um, it's a dumb fucking scene I love it uh, so yeah uh, but it's basically Shelly has to help her with meals on wheels and Shelly being there doesn't really change anything it's just it, familiar it's just to see Shelly that's all it is um I don't think there's any Shelly and Bobby, which I was... No, because Bobby calls Leo and then yeah. find out that he's like $5,000 in debt and Shelly's just like, $5,000? And that scene cuts, that's it. <laughs> um, yeah, but they're, they're doing the Meals on Wheels. And we get the old lady um, giving a cryptic warning. Uh, it's the old lady with her grandson who is... Uh, Maybe a David Lynch stand-in and also director, editor, I don't know. The kid's jumping around, um, and the old lady gives uh, Laura cryptic warning and gives her the painting to hang on her on her wall, right? And then I think she also says, like, he's, he's at your home right now or something, right? Yeah, under the ceiling fan or something like that. Yeah. He's under the ceiling fan right now. She runs home. She doesn't find him. She goes into her room. And we get a, a, a great scream and dramatic moment where Bob is there standing over her uh, dresser where she keeps her diary. She runs out of the house and her dad comes out of the house, right? And, like, if the first 30 minutes instead of what we got was them as a normal family, right? That little That little shock to her, I think, would have resonated more as, like, a viewer, right yeah um 
but she's, she's instead it was just like, oh look, we already knew that. Okay. Yeah. Well, because also she's like very like um, acted very well. She's like, no, 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 it can't be him. It can't be him. It can't be him. Right? Because she's in denial about it. Um, and like that should be our first clue. Like she really didn't know. Like yeah, yeah Bob had been doing this to her since she was twelve, but yeah. she didn't actually know it was her father. She just thought it was this random per- thing. Yeah. Um. Something Donna. Uh, yeah, doesn't know. Doesn't think it's Leland. Um. She. Uh, we get this like very well acted and just nerve wracking scene at the dinner table <laughs> um, where he's like he gr- like has a death grip on her hand and is like saying that she hasn't washed her fingernails or dirt under her nails and, and, and all this stuff right and it's just like again very creepy scene very great between the everybody acting it I just I feel like it would have been better in the experience of the movie if it had been like a sudden turn in his character almost, right? Yeah, versus like <clears throat> the crazy person that we've seen the entire show. Right. Um Yeah, Sarah Sarah Palmer seems freaked out. Um Laura's crying over the sink. She still hasn't really come to terms with it. Um Yeah. Uh Leland melts down, cries, and, and you know, apolo- I don't know if he apologizes, but he says, like, I love you or whatever, and, and goes to bed. Uh, then we get her following the old lady through her, a portrait in her dream. Um, and it's... It, it's well it, edited. Yeah, and we get, yeah, we get some, some room stuff. We get Cooper's telling her, don't take the ring. Which again means nothing to us. It means nothing to us, but it ultimately ends up also being like the wrong advice. Maybe we like, don't know. We, we don't know. <laughs> so we'll, we'll get to the ring real briefly. But um, oh yeah, and then dead Annie is in her bed, and which has- why Annie's like <laughs> Annie's not dead yet. <laughs> well, no, but that's the thing is it's like <laughs> we got a little bit of time travel going on. There's uh-huh. a decent amount of time travel in this movie. Where she's saying, like, she says where everybody is, right? She's like, I'm in the lodge with Cooper or whatever. Yeah. And again, to to say, to Laura Palmer, this all these words mean nothing, right? <laughs> uh, she wakes up and it's all gone. Um, yeah, Bobby calls Leo uh, to set up the, the drug deal. Um Laura's uh, shitty to Donna, drinks and smokes, uh, goes to the, it's not called the Bang Bang Bar, I don't think, or it is called the Bang Bang Bar, it's the Roadhouse, she goes to the Roadhouse um, to hook um, for Jacques, but uh, Donna follows her, there's this like back and forth where Laura doesn't want Donna to get involved and dares her, kind of, and it's it's probably one of the longest, longest sequences in the, the movie. Um. Yeah, it just like ugh, just went on and on and on. Yeah, I wrote here. Donna tries to hang, can't hang. Um. Well, Donna also gets drugged. To be yeah. fair, they go back to the red room. Um. We get Chuck saying his his mind is uh he's as blank as a fart. I think. <laughs> yeah. 
There are a lot of good quotes in that scene. I will give them that. Yeah, yeah, it's entertaining. Uh, yeah, Don is clearly uncomfortable, wildly disorienting camera work after the second. I'll say, I'll say this: I think I would have enjoyed this scene a lot more if I did, like wasn't in a hurry to watch the movie because mm-hmm. like, I was trying to get it in before we were doing the podcast tonight. Yeah. And so I'm like doing it at my lunch break and then in my free period and then on the way to practice and like all kinds of different stuff. So it's like, I'm watching this scene. I'm like, okay, I get it. I want to just skip ahead to get to the more meat and potatoes <laughs> of this movie. Um, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah. Ronette's there. Ronette. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we saw more of Ronette to this movie than we did the entire show. Yeah, actually. Uh, I think Jocks drops that like Teresa Banks was asking about uh, the girl's father and that's kind of the first hint um, and, it, and Laura eventually snaps out of it um, and like rushes Donna out with uh... after she's getting head under the table yeah <laughs> yeah um, the the one arm then we get the the very intense scene of the one armed man in the RV chasing Leland and Laura. <laughs> um, she uh she does say that she can smell the burning like something's burning like gasoline or whatever, which is is you know a calling card of Bob being around. Uh, I think we get the Teresa Banks, uh, flashback there. Yep. Where find out that he was sleeping with her, and then they're. Leo was driving like two towns over to to have sex with a hooker who turned out to also hook with his daughter and Ronette. And when he set up like a party for all of them, uh, he <laughs> learns, he sees her, <laughs> freaks out, and then just leaves, right? So. Which, why would Bob care? I don't, that's the thing is, I think that was Leland. Like, if we're, if we're, if we're, they're two distinct people or entities. Yeah, like, but again, in the context of this movie, it just feels like he's always Bob. Right. Well, and we have, we have, as far as we know, before this, Leland was an upstanding dude. Like, yeah, he was kind of a shady lawyer, but hey, he, as far as we knew, he was, this was, that's out of character for him. So it just like threw me off a little bit. No, so I think the thing is like, that's, the, who did he keep company with? He kept he kept company with the the the, the Ben and Jerry, Ben and Jerry, who were you know they they, they literally run their own whorehouse, right? Uh, I, I totally see Leland uncorrupt from Bob, just you know seeing this sucker or whatever. Now, I think I think that like whereas the show kind of sets up more that they're like two distinct things um entities i don't think leland is necessarily a good dude right like well we don't know (laughs) we don't we don't know but i'm not saying he's like a villain or anything but like it's the it's the he i think he makes a comment when he's dying in season two that like he he kind of like let bob in right and I think we get these like little things of him, his like infidelity is the only thing we see, right? Maybe some of the, the weird dinner scene stuff where it's like, it's just like him letting Bob in, right? Where it's still Leland actively making the decision at that point or who we think is Leland. Um, 
but yeah, so the, there's that one little freak out scene. The kid's back in the background. Um, the the David Lynch kid. Uh, uh, Laura recognizes. Yeah, the ring. I think. Does Mike have the ring on when he's yelling at them? Um, and the cars are just getting louder and louder. <laughs> um, it's it's just a scene where it, it, it's supposed to be like I guess that the one armed man has finally found Leland or Bob, and is I, I don't know what his objective is, right? And then the like whole scene made no sense. Right, right, but like the the, the one armed man is trying to stop Bob. Right, that's that's what that's the motivation. But what's his plan? Just yell at him until he stops. I think so. Um, well, it it depends. There's there's a there's a big meta thing, and we'll get to it here at the end, really quick. But so yeah, Laura, Laura sees the ring, recognizes the ring. Bobby kills the guy. It turns out it's Clint, the shitty deputy, uh, for this drug deal. Uh, and they brutal, just like makeup shot of the exit wound. <laughs> yeah. It's it's graphic. Dead <laughs> this threw me off. I was like, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Oh, I was like, I, I was like, this is some Squid Game shit, man. Great show. Um, yeah. Leland. Um. Uh, here's what I wrote for for what's coming up next. Um, Sarah does cocaine, or no, Lila, uh, Laura does cocaine. Leland drugs Sarah Palmer. Uh, brings her her water um which we'd seen her in the show once being like out of sorts kind of like clearly drugged on the ground in some way or beaten up but now they've kind of established like he's just get like puts i don't know fucking roofies or something and and just like leaves her when he goes to when leland goes to uh you know rape laura he turns on the fan right so that's the the fan noise Sarah sees the white horse, I think, which is the second time yeah. the white horse pops up ever in, in, in continuity now. Um, Laura's kind of, exp- I don't know, it, it seems anticipatory in some way. We see Bob climb through the window. There's a whole thing about if um, if Bob is the violence, right, that, that uh, men do to each other or whatever, whatever albert or whoever said it in the middle of season two um if bob is like the spirit of violence then like him coming through the window is supposed to be something about like tv violence like coming into our homes or something uh, that's a stretch it's a stretch um yeah but bob's there they're they're plowing away and she like keeps saying who are you who are you and then eventually cuts to leland like we put his, his the back of his head shows up a couple times but then it is it is leland and going forward, she's just like out of it. Um, she's like avoiding her dad. Uh, we get some more TV static wires and the noise. Um, she like hints to Bobby that she's she's gonna die. She says, "I'm gonna go home" or whatever. Um, he says, "Like you don't want me. You just want the blow." And then she just takes the cocaine and leaves. Um, she says goodbye to her mom. She's like dodgy with James on the phone. The angel disappears from her photo and, and or from her, her the, the painting in her bedroom or whatever. Yeah. Um 
Leland creepily follows her and Bobby. Um, no, not Bobby. Oh, oh, James, James, James. James. Uh, then we get we get like things we we already had described in the show. She's like, you know, <laughs> Bobby killed the guy. Uh, killed the guy. <laughs> she makes out with James. I I think that she she makes the decision to not hang out with him because she she knows in some way that Leland Bob is gonna if if Leland Bob catches her with James James will end up dead and that's what she's kind of making the decision about there yeah so she sticks to her plan of going to this this cabin with uh Jock and Leo um which I they again pointed out by the RLM guys these girls are supposed to be like 17 18 right like it's super fucked up everything that's happening this whole miserable movie right like well Jacques literally says my high school sandwich let me put some meat in this <laughs> yeah pretty much so fucked. yeah Jacques a real piece of shit um Leland assaults Jacques uh, at the cabin and Eats the shit out of him yeah and Leo comes out and his first reaction is just grab his shit and leave the girl's <laughs> up. Like, yeah classically Leo just fucks off um. Yeah. Uh. He the girls already tied up, so he gets them. We get like probably the 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 same kind of disturbing cinematography as like when we see the murder in the show, where it's all these like kind of flashing lights and these dark rooms and stuff, and um, Leland just looks like a madman when he's carrying them, and the the one armed man rushes to the scene. Um, he puts the mirror underneath Laura and just makes it very clear that he wants to be right. Yeah. Um, the angel shows up and saves Ronette, um, but doesn't save Laura. I, I feel like she says something in the show, but not here about that, but I don't really remember. Um, the one-armed oh Leland beats the shit out of Ronette when he sees her trying to escape. The one-armed man barely gets the door open with Ronette and throws the ring in, and then just like hides. Um, again, his motivations weird. <sighs> um, Leland says like, you know, I thought you knew it was me. I always thought you knew it was me. Um, because she didn't, and Bob was like, I know you knew it was me. Um, Laura, and then he screams, "Don't make me do this!" And... Yeah, but that's after Laura puts on the ring, right? And uh, yeah, Leland tortures the same way. Uh, we do get a, a cut of like tortured, evil exorcist ghost Leland very quickly. Um, as he then he goes to the uh, Black Lodge. He's doing the. We see Bob bow to the arm, and uh, Leland kind of floating. <laughs> that was so weird. Um, the first kind of first or third mention of Gar- Garmin Bosia, which is the creamed corn thing. It, it's this whole thing where the creamed corn is like physically represents like pain and sorrow. And Bob's whole thing I, with the arm is like collecting, and and the 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 weirdos above the gas station. It's all about like collecting and taking in like this pain and sorrow. Um. 
which I don't know if they ever really elaborate on. Um, we get like m- kind of more evidence that Bob and Leland are separate in, in ways. Uh, Monkey is David Lynch. Then Lauren Cooper in the Black Lodge. She sees the angel and we get flashing, flickering light, maybe TV light. She smiles and it ends. So what a movie. <laughs> what a movie. Um, the, the thing, so some stuff, the thing about the ring is uh, there's a piece missing from the table in the gas station above, um, in the, the Jeffrey's flashback. And there's a little nook missing from the table. And that is the shape of the ring. So that the ring is maybe some sort of insulator that will stop Bob from being able to possess you is a theory. And that's why when she puts the ring on, Bob doesn't possess her. He just kills her. Yeah. Um, which, which why would, why would Cooper tell her not to put it on? Right. Well, I think, I think that's not like, who knows. Right. But also it's either that Cooper didn't know what the ring was or Cooper sees a world where Laura gets to live because Bob takes well not not even thinking about Bob but he just sees knows that her putting the ring on will lead to her dying right um those are the only two kind of ideas I could come up with but it doesn't make any sense um and yeah the the flickering TV light um Laura's smiling there's the thing is like some people have said that oh well she's seeing Twin Peaks she's seeing like like the good what little good came out of her, her life and, and Bob's getting put to an end and all this stuff. Right. So interesting movie obviously provides no new answers, only more questions. Yeah. A lot more questions. Like what is the intent? We still don't really understand the motivation behind the black lodge. Right. Why the arm is separate from the, the one armed man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I they they kind of get into it in season three, but like at the same time, season three will only do what this movie does, as in give us more questions and maybe answer a few things. <laughs> I just want to know what happens to Cooper. Right, right. We well, we learn in season three, but um, no, I I don't have any final thoughts. It's again, can only recommend it to a Twin Peaks fan. Uh. To complete the collection as a standalone piece of media, it is not as good as season one or season two. Definitely, though, better than the James story in season two. And <laughs> most of the Scooby stuff. I mean, at least with this with this movie, I can see there was a good story somewhere, and then it got messed up somewhere. Yeah. Whereas Scooby stuff is like I have no interest in watching. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, uh, my final rating is just one out of two. It's, it's not one out of two. Yeah, it's not a regrettable watch, but it is. It's very niche. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm glad I rented it on Amazon and not buy it. <laughs> uh, any any final thoughts? Um, not really. Not on this movie. Um, in terms of like just real life updates, I guess 
Yeah, we were in the uh, in the library the other day for a staff meeting, and we were looking at all the board games that the library has. I, there's this game called Stratego. Never heard of it. It must have had a lot of dust on it. It did. Like, it hadn't been played in a while, so we we dusted it off, played it. It was a good little time. We had a nice little uh, little game thing going on. Staff meeting it was. A, we enjoyed it. I just wanted to throw that out there. Oh, sounds like a good game. Maybe I should try it. Maybe somebody should make a movie adaptation about it. Not unlike uh, the Jumanji movie original. <laughs> <laughs> or Battleship. Or Battleship even, yeah. That classic with Rihanna. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, have a good night. We'll uh, come back probably with some normal casting for a minute before we get into season three. Sounds good. All right. Peace out. Adios.